0: From the former convent of the Good Shepherd overlooking Inwood Hill Park in New York City, welcome to Inwood Artworks On Air. It's where we meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes who make their home in what we affectionately call Upstate Manhattan. I'm your host, Aaron Sims, and today, we welcome cinematographer, writer, and filmmaker, Joe Foley. Joe is a award-winning cinematographer who has been working in the industry for over two decades. He has shot 18 feature films, including Killing Time, that premiered at Sundance, and *Dogs: The Rise and Fall of an All-Girl Bookie Joint, that premiered at Rotterdam. The last two features he completed, The Understudy and Brief Reunion, had successful runs in New York and Los Angeles and are currently available online. In addition, Joe has shot music videos and concert films with Leonard Cohen and U2, Dinosaur Jr., The Red Hot Chili Peppers, The National, and many others. He has a BFA in film from NYU and an MFA in film from Columbia University and has gone on to share his experience by teaching filmmaking at NYU Singapore, Tish Asia, Barnard College, SVA, Hunter College, the New School and and the University of North Carolina Wilmington. We're going to talk to him about his work and so much more. But first, Joe, let me welcome you to In What on Air. It's great to see you.
1: Uh ah, thank you, thank you. It's great to great to see you as well. It's, it's only been a couple of
0: years, so how <laughs> wait, what have you been
1: doing? <laughs> um, yeah, I've uh, been doing a lot of things. I've been I'm working right now on a documentary about Faselka, the the Ukrainian uh, restaurant in the West village. Village, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then I'm working on another documentary about. Uh, female shaman and sea women of Jeju Island in South Korea. And so we're hoping, we're hoping to go there in July if the COVID numbers stay down. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. So we'll be there for two weeks.
0: Amazing. Amazing. I'm sure yeah. the Visalco one's hard to shoot right now because that place is hopping.
1: Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's in, we were shooting all this week and on, on Wednesday, when we, when we were there filming, there's three other camera crews: one from Japan, one from India, and one from uh, Indianapolis had come talking. You know, because um, it's sort of become this hub of support for the Ukraine. Um, and um, the Tom and Jason, who who own the place, decided at the beginning of the war that they were going to donate all the profits from the borscht that they sell. Um, and in seven weeks, they've raised 100, over a hundred thousand dollars, which is all going to humanitarian relief in uh, the Ukraine. That's a lot of borscht. It's a, it's an awful lot of borscht, but you know, I've had i had I've I've had it every day that we've shot on it, and it's really delicious.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. In many ways, it feeds the soul and the <clears throat> stomach, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm just you're one of the most prolific workers. I know in the film industry, and uh, and first mm-hmm. off, I should have started. Like, I'm proud to say that we're looking forward to showing tum- fumbling uh, tumbling towards home at the Inwood Film Festival this June. It's been a long oh. time coming.
1: Yes, yeah, no, that's, that's, um, that's great. That's a film that Imelda and I uh, made in, in Ireland with a friend of hers. Someone, uh, Malcolm Adams, who actually came to New York at the same time that Imelda did. They were both, like, 19 years old, and they both were in the Irish acting circle. Um, and then Malcolm had, uh, you know, Malcolm had, uh, he finally was, went back to, to, um, to Ireland, like, five years ago. Um, and he kept on getting, so he kept on getting cast as the American because he had, and you know, and he's he's been in two films that had gone to Sundance, he'd been on, you know, uh, all these the BBC series. he's doing really well. But it was just also about what it was like as a teenager in Ireland, and what did Ireland have anything for like artists at that time. Um, and you know, and that's why a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of actors and artists left Ireland at the time because there wasn't much, th- though that's changing now. Well, I, we're looking forward to showing it. I mean, what w- would have been
0: one of its early festival premieres two years oh. ago is now probably might be rounding out its last. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> I hate to say it, but at least we're making good on a promise and uh, that we we, po- we postponed, we didn't cancel. And, uh, yeah. and And we're actually thrilled a lot of people haven't seen it um, mm-hmm. in our neighborhood in northern manhattan particularly up here uh and how how has the
1: festival run gone um oh it's been it's gone really really well um there was there's like there's three uh because it because the documentary goes over you know 25 years um, we weren't able to uh, you know shoot b-roll for everything and so uh imelda decided oh let's Make uh like these animated pieces, so there's three animated pieces about Malcolm, like when he first came to New York, and then mm-hmm. basically he was uh an actor and he was a roommate with Philip Seymour Hoffman for two and a half years, right you know right as Philip was just taken off hitting yeah, yeah, and um you know and the and so we just won an award for animation at the uh antwerp film festival
0: it's amazing Emelda yeah. O'Reilly, by the way, is who mentioned the Amelda we're talking about so affectionately right. Um, and uh, uh, well, thanks for the primer about what it's about, and uh, we're looking forward to to bring it to our community up here in Inwood. Uh, and you said it was shot on location in Ireland, and uh, well, on the on the non animated cinematography that you that you did for the show. Um, how did you approach framing that story uh, in relationship with the animation? Like, how did you did you take that in mind? Did you, how are you pairing it with the uh, the live action?
1: Um, well, we we. Wanted the live action, um, um, well basically we, we just had Malcolm and we uh, were able to, we had some, he had a lot of 8mm um, uh, film for, as a child and a lot of what he talks about in the film is his relationship with his father and his mother which were contentious um and you know which is part of what drove him to leave ireland at at that time and then uh so we had that footage and then we shot um he lives basically in the um the garden of Ireland, which is uh uh limerick um and and basically he you know when he's when he's working he he usually does you know (laughs) take like a two-hour hike a day you know so we uh we followed him through the the uh, mountains of limerick
0: I wish I had two hours off to take a hike. Yes. Ireland. Well, what a, know, great, what a great job.
1: Yeah, it helps that he gets up at five o'clock in the morning. That does help. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'm not that. I'm not that disciplined. Are you that disciplined? Ah, uh, no, 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 not at all, not at all. <laughs> well,
0: uh, it's safe. We're, again, we're looking forward to showing it here at the festival. Uh, and it, it's, I said, safe to say you're one of our favorite filmmakers locally here. Um, I mean, you've had eggs and soldiers. Mm-hmm. Brief Reunion, uh, and Forbidden Cuba, all presented as official selections over the years. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, and I, I just wanna thank you for uh, for programming for get- Forbidden Cuba, because we that was a, so basically it was a, we'd shot in Cuba for 19 days with no permits and no permission, and and then we had to come back a year later and film more, and so it was really a difficult film, and when we didn't get into a lot of big festivals, We sort of shelved it a little bit um, just because we were just trying to, you know, get get some juice back. But uh, you programmed it. And after you programmed it, it it went on to like a dozen, almost a dozen other film festivals that did really, you know, helped us a lot. You know, Arizona Film Festival, um, uh, Big Sur Film Festival it was yeah so basically um, you and uh the Inwood film festival sort of launched that out into the world oh. and now it's you know
0: it's that means a lot i, I love you know. uh, thank you and yeah. uh and I, I love hearing that that's what you know it's funny when you have a festival it's just basically about what's in the room you know for the most part you can't really control well then sometimes you really can't control what's in the room any, either uh but um but but you know Putting the eyeballs on the screen is my I feel like my job as curator and and mm-hmm. trying to do my best and everything I can to get it out there and the fact that it went on and it it gave some energy and maybe catapulted it to more life that's the yeah. biggest compliment I could possibly get so thank you and yeah. and Art Jones by the way was the driving force mm-hmm. with Joe um, behind it and Art's a great guy uh, and prolific filmmaker in his own right uh, and deserves full credit for for this whole show yes. and and um and you know the the Bringing up the vigilante style, you guys. What's oh, right? Mm-hmm. Not vigilante style. Because that it means like you're you're wreaking wreaking havoc. But the um, what do you call it? Um, Guerrilla. Guerrilla style. Yes. I almost said like, gr-
1: like yeah, a ghetto the, style. Guerrilla style. In the spirit of Che.
0: In the spirit of Che. Totally. <laughs> but no. But no one was harmed in the making of this film. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So just making sure that's that was out there first. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um. Well, uh, and you should go check it out because it is available online. I believe. From yes. Cuba.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, yeah For Um.
0: So what has this neighborhood meant to you as a cultural home? Because you, you, you you, Eggs and Soldiers was mm-hmm. shot here at location. Um, mm-hmm. You live here in the neighborhood. Uh, yes. And, and uh, you know, <clears throat> just curious, like, how has it affected you as a filmmaker and having
1: as your as like in your home base? Uh, right. Um, well, so basically I moved here um, quite a while ago when I was going to graduate school at Columbia. And um, it just sort of allowed me, you know, it was the the parks you know Inwood Park and all the parks are really great because I was able to go out running and walking in the parks and just clear my head a lot of times. Um, But it was also a little bit away from all the chaos that's you know around Columbia and all all downtown. So uh, it was a lot of respite. But then also just in the neighborhood, we just find a lot of interesting people and little little interesting locations. So we've, we've actually shot in like four bars in in Inwood um yeah eggs and soldiers we shot at the uh the irish brigade which is no longer right um but we were the last film to shoot there um and then we shot at the liffey 2 um and then the buddha bar we shot a music video there um and then the, uh there was another bar um if, there's another bar on 183rd street. So that's actually in Washington Heights. So it's anyway. all one neighborhood really, but
0: yeah. and what is different, I will say, but Washington Heights, is still part of the neighborhood is essentially. Yes. Just, yeah. Um, but I,
1: I also do feel like there's a, there's a, a pretty good community of people here who keep on, uh, you know, trying to boost each other up, you know, which is what I found, which is, you know, at the Inwood film festival, <clears throat> um, I always feel when I, when we go there and invited there to, and the screenings, all, people are really curious and really supportive and really, you know, trying to push things forward.
0: Yeah. And but you go-getters and, um, you know, the mission behind Inwood Artworks, which presents all of our programming, including the Inwood Film Festival, is that you know, our mission is to create and curate professional, uh, and, perf- um, visual arts and you know, performing arts in our community here. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's championing local artists brings that duality by by doing one it cultivates this local arts going audience because uh, it is hyper local like we're not we're not championing local artists and presenting the films in you know I don't know uh, Westchester or Battery Park or something they have their they have their own you know Harlem has its own scene um, that's supposed the strangest thing because I came from somewhere else too mm-hmm. and noticing like there's wonderful people like you and Amelda living here um and there's like I, it's just embarrassment of artists live in the neighborhood but there was like zero venues and there's zero um you had to go downtown or out mm-hmm. of town to work and or to like our 125th is our closest movie theater right. uh, and yes. so that's just a strange yeah. it was a strange you know it was- Paradoxal <laughs> in a way, um, and so I'm glad that we can. Uh, this Inwood this, Artworks has still remained around, and I agree with you. The only reason why we're still here, and the only reason why the film festival is still here, and, and it's f- our fifth annual, finally, like our, fi- <laughs> it's like fifth annual is taking three years to do, but it's uh, it'll it will be our f- fifth, and maybe that's even more of a, a great badge when a film festival reaches five years that we reached five years, in spite of the pandemic, um, yes. oh. or we will knock on everything. Um, and that, uh, yeah, it's a very curious community, but a very supportive community. Mm. And uh, you know, the fact that there is so many wonderful artists here to champion and to uh, inspire each other and collaborate, I think mm. is pretty special, don't you?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's <clears throat> it's um, you know the people that I've met at the uh, you know at uh, Inwood Artworks and the Film Festival. Just I've you know been able to make short films with them and things like that, and it's been really you know I've really enjoyed that.
0: Well. Let's switch gears for a second. Um, And speaking of art, too, kind of segues as well. Um, Can you tell listeners about Stand By Your Mail, uh, the People's Postal Rescue (laughs) Campaign Project you're also involved with?
1: Right, yes, yeah. And so basically when the pandemic happened, um, Art Jones and Pascal, um, Anthony, so there was basically 10 of us who basically, we started a a Thursday night uh, Zoom call, you know, and so we'd be on the you know on the zoom for two hours and basically the first three weeks we just complained about how awful things were for us you know um but um like on the fourth weekend this uh sound engineer anthony Aroro said oh and this was in 2019 and he said oh uh, i just read this thing that the the U.S. Post Office is going to run out of money in September, so they're not going to be able to do any mail-in ballots for the election uh, the, two, um, the election that year with, with Biden and the former president. Um, and so he said, you know, maybe we should use we should stop complaining so much and we should start uh, putting something together to try and uh, raise awareness about the fate of the post office. And so basically we spent the whole summer uh, and up until uh, December just making music making videos and um, uh, graphic things and so we got we got a a website uh youtube uh youtube channel um, Instagram, twitter all these things and a Facebook page. And, you know, we got a lot of people and we interviewed a lot of uh, professors from Columbia and from uh university of Chicago um, and, and people from Berkeley. And um, so it's been, it's been very interesting and we, and we still keep it going, you know, and there's also, you know, posts, you know, about these cute little stamps and tell little stories about stamps. So it's sort of fun. That's
0: awesome. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. Um, well, you've produced so many projects uh, and, uh, and, and, is there a particular show you've worked on or done that you're most proud of? Like do you have like one that is kind of like they put you on your put on your tombstone, so to speak, <clears> that you're so proud of?
1: Um well I mean Forbidden Cuba was uh, a great uh a great project. But uh there was, there was a a feature film that I shot in Cambodia um called um down down this road, which was which was about these three uh young women who um um they basically, when they were in high school, they won this uh, singing competition, you know, and they were, and they had some, you know, two or three big hits in, in Cambodia and there were rising stars. Um, but somebody slept with somebody's boyfriend and things all oh, blew man. up. Um, but, um, and one went to Los Angeles, one went to Paris and one stayed in Cambodia, but the grandfather, there was two cousins and, a Well, there were three cousins, and the grandfather brought them all together and told them all about the music. And so when he passed away, they all came back together. And at the funeral, they were given his ashes, which they were supposed to uh, spread around the country, and also his diary of you know th- how he got through khmer rouge and how the cambodian music like the rock and roll and the traditional music sort of helped push him through you know every all the bad stuff during the khmer rouge and then you know it's then the, the three girls you know again they they get a friendship back and then they start singing again and it was wow. a lot of fun it was it, it was like it, it, um, a lot of history but also a lot of fun and it's also a l- little bit you know Gossip Girl as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta have the light stuff to make the dark stuff happen right yes yeah yeah and that's you know and that's uh, Ian Masters who who um, oversaw the screenplay was just amazing like bringing all these pieces into it
0: so fascinating yeah. and where can we find this film um, if anywhere
1: please yeah, tell us we can I, I, it's on my website I can give you a link to it on my website
0: I'm, I'm ready to go right now. Let's stop All the right. podcast and go on film. <laughs> um, I also want to highlight that uh, about Fascinate Films, oh, actually, yes. uh, which is a boutique film company based between New York and Ireland that is run by uh, Imelda O'Reilly and yourself. Yes. Um, yeah. You currently have a feature film in development. Uh, that I want to mention is a co-production called titled where the kids in America, which tells the stories about three generations of Irish fathers and the sons.
1: Um, yes. Yeah. And so basically Imelda. Um, so uh, where the kids in America, basically Amelda um, had made this film called eggs and soldiers about um, an Irish uh, construction worker in New York city who finally has his two sons together on Christmas. Um, his youngest son, he has two sons by two different mothers, and his youngest son uh, has is half half Dominican, and doesn't, has never experienced an Irish Christmas. So the, he, at six years old, he's like all psyched that he's finally getting an Irish Christmas. And so the father picks them up, and he drops them off and says, okay, go inside, I'm going to go to the bar, I'm going to cash the check, I'll be right back with the Christmas tree. Of course, he doesn't come back with the Christmas tree. And the older son, who's half Irish and half uh, American, um, he's got a girlfriend downtown. He's got this vinyl that he, you know, the, a present, and her parents are gone. And so he really wants to get downtown. But his six-year-old brother is like, you know, I need a, I want an Irish Christmas. Is this what an Irish Christmas is? And so when the father comes back without the Christmas tree, things get a little dark. Um, but you see that the the sixteen-year-old son, um, you know, rises through it and. Gives you know the next morning he gives his brother this Christmas tree, um, and so, Amelda, we would made that film and it, it and it premiered at the um, the Enwood Film Festival, which was great. But uh, Imelda sort of took that um, those characters and spread them out over like three generations. So it's um, <coughs> um, it's uh, it's Easter, oh. yeah. It, um, so it's Easter in nineteen fifty four with the grandfather and the grandmother and their children uh, things go go awry um, and then it's nineteen eighty seven and it's uh Halloween or uh, uh yeah, Halloween um, and you know again the the father uh, and son are there and so there's all stuff that happens there and there's a lot of stuff. Talk about like female empowerment and how in Ireland at that time there was these there was these three or four uh, women who were rising up in the politics and how the, um, and then we cut to uh, 2017 Christmas Eve. You Know and so, um, that screenplay had gotten into L'Atelier at Cannes, uh, at the Cannes Film Festival in 2018. And so, uh, we had an American producer, uh, Barbara Defina, and uh, an Irish producer, Edwina Forkin. And now we're trying to raise two million dollars. So, if you have two million dollars, we'd happy to, or even
0: 1.8, we'll take that. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, it's we're just sort of navigating that and t- talking to the Irish Film Board, and yeah. Yeah, so it's tricky.
0: Well, I hope that movie gets made. Uh, yeah. Because we've already yeah. seen a taste of it at the yes. film festival. And wow, what a great
1: thing. And would you would you shoot on location here at Alden? What do you think again? Um, we'd love, we would love to. Um, I think it would be less expensive to shoot in Toronto or Montreal. Right. Right, because of tax um, credits. Yeah, and you know, it's we. It's qu- also p- quite possible we could shoot the whole thing in Canada. You know, the Irish section, two thirds of it, take place in Ireland, and we could shoot that in uh, Prince Edward Island or Newfoundland, um, and then the New York portions could be shot in uh, uh, Toronto or Montreal. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, uh, oh. I'm for one.
0: I'm looking forward to it because uh, it's it's just, it's so. Home, homegrown Inwood in New York. Story-wise, anyway, yeah. um, but uh, I, I just want to see this film be made, and I know you guys right. have a lot.
1: Yeah. Behind so, Amelda and I had the, the film we had made before, uh, Eggs and Soldiers. We'd shot in Morocco, which had its, which was tricky. Yeah. Um, and so then Amelda, her so next film, Eggs and Soldiers, says, "Okay, I'm gonna, sh- we're gonna shoot everything within ten blocks of." Our house. <laughs> Which is what we did, you know, and it really wasn't any easier. <laughs> it really wasn't any easier, huh? I know the permits are tough here, right? It's um, just it's it's tough. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it was just everything, everything, yeah. you know. It, it was great, but th- the amazing thing was about the community here in in Inwood. So people really supported us. The Irish Brigade, they like threw the doors open, said whatever do you, do you need, um, and then. Uh, um, yeah. And then, uh, a lot of, and we did, th- there was a few people who worked on the film who were from the city, Gotcha. Know, from, uh, the, from Inwood. Gotcha. Well,
0: Joe, what, what haven't we hit yet? We want to hit something else for you. What, we want to talk about the Sopranos project. Oh,
1: <clears throat> sure. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically I'd worked with, um, uh, Cirque Productions, um, uh, in, they're in Long Island city now. Um, they had, um, So I'd worked with uh, Chris Fraga, who's the director there, uh, a number of times uh, in 2001 on uh, Anytown USA, which was a political documentary, um, and then on all these things coming up. And they – he works a lot with Abrams Books, um, and so he he gets hired to do a lot of graphics. You know, the company does a lot of graphics. But uh, Abrams was putting together this book um, with the two – the two film critics who basically uh matthew Sykes and um oh I forget the other guy's name but um basically they they basically twenty they were twenty three and twenty seven at the times when the, the sopranos were coming out, and so they just started writing about the sopranos and they just um, you know as it was coming out and as it was happening and and then on the um the 20th anniversary in uh, 2019 um of the premiere of it they decided to put together a book about the soprano's bible basically about every episode and about talk to all the actors and all the uh the directors and the, the camera people um about what it was like and so uh abram's books said oh we want you they told chris oh we want you to to, to get you know can you get like 10 30 second sign bites that we can put up on Twitter. So Chris said, okay, well let's shoot it um, at Halston's ice cream shop, which is where the very last scene of the Sopranos takes place, the controversial last scene. Um, So we shot there and we had uh, Matthew and Ellen um, just sitting at the booth where Tony and uh, uh, Edie Falco were. Um, and we, we shot them talking for an hour and a half basically. And then, you know, and Chris got back and he, you know, that night he was was trying to edit together and trying to cut it together, you know, just to grab like 10 little clips and he goes, you know, I think we have a movie here. (laughs) And so basically he basically, he took, you know, the hour and a half conversation, he cut it down to about an hour long and, um, and then he just And it's really fascinating conversation. And it's just three shots. It's just a wide shot and two shots. It's like my dinner with Andre. Yes. No, it is. My dinner with Alan, which is what it's called. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So they shot that. And then um, they also shot two other portions of it with uh, uh, four of the actors uh, called The Last Supper. And then they finally got David Chase, the creator of it, to uh, talk about it.
0: Awesome. Uh, sopranos have a little connection here. Jason Minter, who's one of our co-founders, of the Inwood Film Festival, uh, was the assistant David Chase for many years on Sopranos. Right. So yes. tying that together, a little bow Inwood yes, connection too. Yeah. Well, whenever
1: I whenever I uh, whenever people come up, I said, "Oh, let's go to uh, um, Indian Road Cafe," and you know, and then we'd sit down, and, and I say, "These, so all the furniture in the place comes from." Uh, uh, what's the character uh, Johnny Ventimiglia? Uh, the the actor Johnny Ventimiglia played the the cook who was Tony's best friend, um, and he got he had got a restaurant that Tony helped pay for, but then Tony blew up. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but when they blew up, they you know um, it was the end of the season, and they said, oh well, we need to throw all this stuff out. And Jason was like, you know, maybe I'm going to transition to something else. <laughs> And so he, he opened up the Indian Road Cafe, and then all the tables and chairs are from Artie Bucco's uh, restaurant.
0: Great Easter yes. egg trivia on that one, folks. <laughs> yes. Well, Joe, it's been a pleasure having you here on Inwood Artworks On Air. Um, listeners, uh, can you tell where to go to find more about you and your work?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, Um and then... Um, uh, fascinate Productions or Imelda, uh, actually O'Reilly, uh, dot com as well
0: excellent well we'll put that put those links in the description of this episode so we can direct people to you and Imelda and Fascinate uh, so thanks again Joe
1: alright no thank you I really appreciate uh, you know the invitation and it's always great to talk to you and, and see what what the 7,000 things you're doing with uh, Inward Artworks <laughs> <laughs> do what i do what i can
0: yeah. but this one right now is the most important one right here so um so everyone joe foley everybody uh thanks again joe for joining me on this artist spotlight episode of in what artworks on air it's where i meet the musicians filmmakers writers theater makers and artists of all stripes that make their home here in upper manhattan uh if you have a moment please show us some love right now by rating and reviewing this podcast on apple Podcasts. that really does help Many thanks to Church of Good Shepherd here in Inwood NYC for hosting us on location and also to HeightSites.com for uptown promotional support. You can support On Air and all of our programming by making a tax-free donation, if you would, at InwoodArtWorks.NYC backslash donate. Be sure to follow us on social media at InwoodArtWorks to keep up with all that we do, which includes the Inwood Film Festival, Filmworks Al Fresco, pop-up art galleries, live performances, and so much more. Inwood Artworks On Air is proud to be supported in part by public fund from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with City Council. From the top of Manhattan and the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for tuning in.
1: This is Aaron Sims for Inwood Artworks On Air.